Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You are listening to Gems in the AM. Please help spread the word so that others can also gain knowledge. And if you benefit in any way from our reminders, please make a sincere dua for us. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yasirli amri wa hlur uqtatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Welcome to another episode of Gems in the AM. Today we will be talking about the story about Abu Bakr anhu and his unique friendship with the Prophet Muhammad As we know, Abu Bakr anhu was literally one of the best people to ever walk the face of this earth, but he wasn't a prophet. However, he was almost a copy of the Prophet Muhammad in the sense that he surpassed everyone in every matter and deed that he did. That's why Ali anhu said about Abu Bakr, If you think about something good, then Abu Bakr would have already done it. He would have already passed you in doing it. And he would have done it in the best of manner. We are shown this in the famous story during the Battle of Tabuk, when Umar anhu noticed an opportunity to donate. And he thought, you know what, now I can finally beat Abu Bakr. And he wanted to capitalize on that opportunity to beat Abu Bakr. So he went home and he divided his wealth in half. Everything was split. So he left half for his family and he bought, and he bought the other half to the Prophet. So the Messenger of Allah looks at Umar and he says, how much did you bring forth? And Umar says, O Messenger of Allah, I left an equal amount at home. So shortly after, Abu Bakr comes with all of his money. He brings all of his money. And the Messenger of Allah says, O Abu Bakr, what did you leave for your family? And he says, O Messenger of Allah, I left Allah and the Prophet for them. This was his level. This is why Umar jumped on that opportunity because he would go above and beyond everyone else. This is, just, this is just to show who Abu Bakr was. He was always at the front lines when it came to doing anything for the deen. When the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ came and told Abu Bakr about the revelation, you know, as his friend, the Prophet ﷺ comes to him and says, I'm the messenger of Allah. I've been given this message. Not only does he accept the message and believe in it right away, but he goes out and he brings some of the giants to Islam. He accounts for almost half of the Ashara Mubashireen, the 10 promised paradise. Can you imagine when the message first came, everyone is so scared to become a Muslim at this time. They don't know if they're going to live to see tomorrow. But he didn't care who denies the message. He didn't question the message. He followed it and he did the most for it. When the Prophet Muhammad was being beat in public, he would go and defend him. And to add on, Abu Bakr was not physically strong. He wasn't like Umar. But he didn't want anyone messing with the Prophet And he would be so hurt and so beaten that whenever his mother would see him, she couldn't even recognize him because of his bruises. And Abu Bakr would lie there completely unconscious and he would wake up and he would ask, where is the Prophet of Allah? I want to see him. And his mother is trying to calm him down. She's trying to feed him. She's trying to take care of him. And he says, no, I want to go to Dar al-Arqam. I want to see the Messenger of Allah. I want to see if he's okay. He wanted to be beside him all the time. He had so much love for the Prophet of Allah. His friendship circled around defending him and spreading the message of Islam despite any circumstances. He did not care if he was going to get killed. Abu Bakr anhu was also the one who accompanied the Prophet on the migration to Medina. The Prophet came to the house of Abu Bakr and he decided, you know what, I have to go to Medina and the person who is going to go with me is going to be Abu Bakr. And you know, this journey was not a very nice vacation. It wasn't something that's going to be done completely out of joy. The entire Mecca was out to kill them. They both could have gotten killed on this journey. And the Prophet ﷺ goes to the house of Abu Bakr to tell him that he has chosen him to accompany him in this migration. 
And Abu Bakr hears this news when he comes to his door and he begins to cry. He begins to cry so much because he's just so happy that the Prophet of Allah chose me. And Aisha radiallahu anha, who was his daughter, she says, I know that some people could cry from happiness, but I never understood it until that day when I saw my father cry out of happiness. He started to cry and he grabbed the Prophet And he said, As-suhba ya Rasulullah. I get to be your companion, O Messenger of Allah. As-suhba ya Rasulullah. He was so happy that he was, he was so close to the Prophet. The Prophet didn't have to double think, who am I going to take on this journey? Without a doubt, it would be Abu Bakr because he's not afraid of anything. He's my best friend. He will stand and he will fight for this message no matter what. And even during that hijrah, when Abu Bakr was in the cave with the Prophet ﷺ, imagine those moments in the cave with Rasulullah, the horrifying moments in the cave, when you don't know who's out to kill you. But also these moments were some of the best in the life of Abu Bakr. One night, the Prophet ﷺ was sleeping. And Abu Bakr who notices a scorpion came inside the cave. And he puts his foot on the hole of that cave. And he allows a scorpion to drive deeply into his foot. And the scorpion bites him. And it hurt him so bad. And his lips are sealed. And he's crying because he's in so much pain. But he didn't want to wake up the Prophet. Nor did he want the scorpion to get to the Prophet. So he's sitting there in so much pain. And tears start to be, start, the tears start to come down his face. And they fall on the face of the Prophet Muhammad And that's how eventually the Prophet ended up waking up. But he didn't want the bug to wake him up. He didn't want to disturb him in his sleep. And in the same journey of Hijrah, when they arrived to Medina, they arrived to a house in Medina of Ashaba. And they had, it, they had nothing to drink for days. And finally the Prophet and Abu Bakr are going to have a chance to drink some milk and quench their, quench their thirst. And Abu Bakr says, he looks at the Prophet while he's drinking some milk. And he says, فَشَرِبَ Habib." And so my beloved one began to drink until I became full. He has yet to drink milk. But he is looking at the Prophet ﷺ drinking milk. That his thirst, my thirst was quenched just by looking at the Prophet drink. I have so much love for him. That if he's okay, if he's satisfied, then my thirst has gone away just because my beloved is okay. If he's okay, I'm okay because he is the closest to me. I think something that we see when we're learning about their story and their friendship is how sincere and how genuine their love was. The Prophet ﷺ once said that no money was ever as beneficial and as helpful to me as that of Abu Bakr. And when he said this, Abu Bakr responded, What is my money if it didn't serve you, O Messenger of Allah? What good is it? There's such a valuable lesson in here to always appreciate what people do for you. We know the saying, "Man lam yushkur nas lam yushkur Allah." If you're not if you're not grateful to the people, if you don't know how to thank people, if you're not grateful to them, you're not gonna know how to be grateful to God. When the Prophet ﷺ praised Abu Bakr for his generosity, Abu Bakr was willing to do more, because as humans we want to do more. We want to be there to help people, but we also want to be thanked. We want to feel appreciated. Now to branch out on how genuine their friendship was and their love for each other. Once the angel Jibreel came down to the Prophet والسلام, and Abu Bakr was sitting next to him. And Abu Bakr was wearing a coat of some sort and his chest was a bit open from the top. Because it was, it was open, it was a vina kind of uh, coat. And this isn't from the etiquette of Abu Bakr for his chest to be out, leaving his chest showing from the top. So Jibreel asked, O oh Muhammad, why is Abu Bakr wearing these clothes that leave his chest showing? And the Prophet said, he spent all his money every last penny he had for the sake of Allah. 
And that's why he can't even afford an undershirt, something he can wear on the bottom to cover. So Jibreel told him, O, o Prophet of Allah, Allah sends his salam to you, and Allah commands you to ask him, O Abu Bakr, in this state where you can't even afford an undershirt, are you happy with Allah or are you upset? So the Prophet turns to Abu Bakr and says, O Abu Bakr, Allah sends his salam to you and asks in this state of poverty where you can't even afford a simple thing like an undershirt, are you happy with your God or are you upset that he put you in this situation? And Abu Bakr was so shocked. He couldn't believe he was being asked this. He said, you're asking me if I can ever be upset with my God, with my Allah? That I am and always will be pleased with my Lord. I am happy with what he has given me. And I'm happy to spend what he had given me. This is who Abu Bakr was. When he, sp when he spent for the message of his Lord and for the message of his best friend, it didn't hurt him. It didn't hurt him, even if it meant he didn't have any money left to buy something basic. When the Prophet and Abu Bakr were traveling to Medina, the Quraysh had put a price for the Prophet Dead or alive, if you bring him back, you get a hundred camels. A hundred camels was a big deal for them. And whoever bought the Prophet back, dead or alive, would get this. So the news had eventually reached the Prophet and Abu Bakr on their journey. And as they're traveling, they're riding side by side, talking. And at some point during their, during, during their journey, Abu Bakr kind of fades to the back of the Prophet And then after some time, he goes to his left. And at this, at this point, the Prophet looks at him like, what are you doing? And then he goes forward. And this is very odd, not only for Abu Bakr, but for anyone to do. Out of respect, no one would ever walk ahead of the Prophet, especially Abu Bakr. And then he, he slides back to the right where he started. And at this point, the Prophet's very confused. He doesn't understand why he's going making a tawaf around him. So he stops and he says, what are you doing? What is this? And Abu Bakr says, I know that they're coming after us. So as I ride, I get this sudden fear that they're somewhere near. You know when you're scared of something, you have this sort of sixth sense, which usually stems from paranoia. So he has this feeling they're, they're coming from some side. So he tells him, if I felt that they were coming from the back, I'd slip back a little bit. So that if they shoot their arrow, it hits me, not you. And then if I feel them coming from the left, I go to the left. So that if the arrow hits, it hits me, not you. And then to the right, and then to the front, and the right, and keep going around in a circle to protect the Prophet. So the Prophet tells him, it's okay, just relax. Don't worry. Allahumana, Allah is with us. This is how much he cared and loved the Prophet, that he was willing to die, he's willing to take that arrow for him, and he's going to protect him from each corner. The Prophet, and the, to reciprocate this love, the Prophet says, my bestest, bestest friend in the world is Allah. That spot is taken. But if it wasn't for, but if that spot was available, then Abu Bakr would have filled it. You know, we have this notion or this concept in our society that no matter how great we are, the people closest to us don't usually think that. Sometimes we meet someone, and this happens to all of us, we meet someone new or someone who doesn't know us that well, and we tell them a small bit of our life and they think we're amazing. They're like, wow, they're mind blown. But then if the same person goes to someone close to us, our family, our close friends, and they say, wow, so-and-so is really amazing. They say, um, I mean, she's I. There's nothing special about her. But with the Prophet, it was quite the opposite. The closer you got to him, the, the, the closer the people got to him, the more they loved him. The more love and admiration and respect they had for him. And usually towards the end of my segment, I like to add an action item. Something small that we can build upon based on what we heard today. 
So after hearing these stories of Abu Bakr and the Prophet's friendship, and there are so many more which we can't cover in this time, let's focus on being people of substance. Let's focus on building our relationship, our relationships and, fo and valuing the people in our lives. So during the end of the life of the Prophet ﷺ, he stood in the masjid and he's about to give one of his final khutbahs, his final speeches. And Abu Bakr realizes this, right? And he understands that this is an indication that the Prophet's time in this world has come to an end. And so upon understanding this, Abu Bakr, he just bursts into tears. He begins to cry uncontrollably. And the Prophet notices this and he says out loud, he says, Close all the gates of all the other Sahabas, the companions to the masjid, except for the gate of Abu Bakr. We have been able to repay everyone who has done something for us, but I've never been able to repay Abu Bakr. I could never pay him back for what he did. He loved the Prophet ﷺ so much that he gave up every piece of himself. He gave up everything, his money, his wealth. He wasn't even, a, he wasn't even afraid of dying. He lived by La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. He lived by it. He understood what it meant. And so we ask Allah to bless our friendships and make them a means, make them a means of coming closer to him. And we ask Allah to unite us with his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions in the highest level of paradise. Until next time, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik, ashhadu wa la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiraka wa atubu ilayk, wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.